So you guys rolled into Ukraine, you're in Kiev. And how was the process of actually getting linked up with the volunteer battalions? You'd be kind of surprised how easy it was. <laughs> all right, boom. Okay, we're working through all that stuff and, you know, our little shock and all getting in there and such. Nonetheless, so we get a, we get a hold of Swampy via our mutual contact. Swampy reaches out to Jamie and they have a little talk. They say, hey, check it out. Come meet us here on Maidan. We go over to Maidan. We meet him. He says, hey, come over to this little bar. And, you know, little do we know we walk into this bar and it's like... Uh, and there's all battalion bar. I mean, they got the fucking shit all over the place. You know, flags, uniforms, you name it. It's all mounting the walls in this place. We're like, well, I guess we're in the right spot, huh? Yeah, I mean... And it's like right off Maidan, too. It's not like um, just in some hidden little place and stuff. I mean, honestly, they have a recruiting battalion like right off of the other side of Maidan by the other McDonald's. And by this McDonald's is their watering hole, essentially. So it's like, hey, you know, come on in here. Let's talk about this. Let's figure it out. And, you know, Swampy comes in, he sets us down. And it's like... You know, let's order some vodka. The really funny thing about meeting Swampy though was he was standing there on like these maiden stairs, like I said, you can imagine the scene, it's dark, it's cold, a little bit of rain, you got all these candles, you got all these you got all these photos of all these, you know, dead Ukrainian soldiers and you're like you, you know, you kinda of think to yourself, what have I got myself into now? And you've just got Swampy like he's got his hands behind his back, you know, standing there in like full MTP gear yeah. on the top of these maiden stairs, it's massive alley beard. And we're just like Who the fuck that's, is this guy? That's, that's that's definitely him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I think before you got there, Jamie I actually got in touch with Swampy and talked to him over Skype. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, he, he was like, a, somebody put me in touch with him, knew I was interested in what was going on in Ukraine. I get on Skype with Swampy, and he looks at me, he's like, so, have you heard of the uh, MI6 Blackwater Mercenaries? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> he was joking, of course, because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. the Russian propaganda said when yeah. you know he what? got caught on, a, on camera at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the RT News. Uh, yeah, yeah, RT News yeah. just just spin so much shit about for these foreign mercenaries. RT, they, no they, way, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you know, they got a lot of British people say. working for them. Yeah, well, they got a lot of <laughs> Americans working. Yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, guys, come on, let's get let's not turn this into being racist again. Yeah, I'm sick of being the Brit today. Yeah, just just forget about it. But no, I mean this this, this rumors of these four five hundred mercenary, you know, five thousand. Was it five thousand? Blackwater assassins yeah. dispatched by the Vatican. But yeah, yeah. by the Vatican and the Black, CIA. Blackwater <laughs> Ukraine, you know, all this kind of good stuff. I They're mean, putting estrogen in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as you know, it's the same with Syria, man. You know, people thought there was hundreds of foreign fighters there. You know, so we rock up and we end up in this, um, you know, really small foreign unit. But I mean, it was just totally two worlds apart, man, from what we had experienced in Syria to, oh. to where we are now. I mean, we, we were at like a legitimate barracks, you know, I didn't say a legitimate barracks, but we had a barracks, you know, it was a hotel, it was nice, we had Wi-Fi, we had decent food, three meals a day, they gave us uniform, yeah. body armour. You, you had to pick off whatever you wanted, really, like AK-74, AK-47s, uh, Makarov 9 mil pistols, grenades. I saw yeah. the pictures, the place loaded with Yeah, yeah, too. I mean... Well, I mean, like, compare and contrast, like, looking at how I entered Syria and how I entered Ukraine. I entered Ukraine with a bottle of vodka and a bunch of English speakers from, you know, mostly ex-French Foreign Legion and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. Like, boom, here, meet me at this fucking bar in the capital and let's drink some vodka and let's talk about what you can do, what you can bring to this, and we'll talk about what we've been up to and see if it's a good match. Syria was like off the plane, strange contacts, safe house to safe house to safe house shenanigans. Yeah. I felt like I was in Robin Sage. I was insane, <laughs> <Really>? bro. <laughs> They're like, here, yoke you up. All right, cool. Get into this one. All right, we're going to drive down here real quick and pick this up. All right, we're going to take you over here. Here's a new cell phone. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here, bro? And, and honestly, and then there was no drinks, which made it worse because I could have really done with a drink at that point in that country. But that was like the indoctrination into Syria while Ukraine was like, what you got, bro? I'm like, I'm an engineer. <laughs> 
it was, you know, like as Book was saying there, like Syria, get, getting into Syria was just like all oh, really hush hush, you know, everyone didn't want to talk, you know. Yeah, yeah. You never had any idea where you're going. You got to Ukraine, though, know, like, so you want a party? We'll party. <laughs> Whatever you want, like I said, really we, had, we, had, <laughs> we had like what, like a ton of explosives. They were like, yeah, just take your pick. Buck was in his element, man, for weeks. He was like, I can make so much stuff out of this. It, it sounded like it was Mad Max, you know, like Wild West stuff out oh, there. I mean, it was it was just crazy, man. I mean, it got to the point where it was just um, every couple of days we were just hopping out. They were like, can we can we get a vehicle today? Yeah, sure. Jump in the pickup, jump in the flatbed, jump in the Spartan armored vehicle that we had. Just whatever, just whatever, whatever was going in that general direction south of Mariupol, heading towards like Shirokin and places like this. It was just getting it. Do it, do it as long as it inflicts some sort of damage on the enemy, just do whatever you want. We just had free reign out there. So yeah. it's different than, than the stories that I hear about, you know, foreigners going over to Syria and having a minder mm. who, like, their job was to keep you guys yeah. basically sheltered. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had a minder, we had Bucky, yeah. which really pissed me off because he had the, a similar The Turkish hairdresser? Yeah, yeah, oh. Bucky. Yeah, 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 I knew him. Yeah, I yeah. him. Thousand percent convinced that that dude was like a intelligence, like a junior intelligence officer just sent there to monitor the Western. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thousand percent convinced that's a fact. He, he was very ideological too. Very, yeah, dude. He's like been drinking the Kool Aid his whole life. I mean, there's no way that somebody just flipped on a turn, like knowing that much about that specific yeah. movement, and also propagating it as much as he did. Well, I mean, like his main mission, like every day, was essentially try to coerce. Westerners into adopting their ideology. Well, like, you know, as, you know, as you said before, I mean, the YPG comes out of the PKK, and yeah. what, what I notice about the PKK is, you know, they live up in the mountains, they live outside the mainstream, as mm -hmm. they'll tell you themselves, and when they bring new people in, they just watch them. They just sit down, just as, I mean, it's very smart of them if you have the time to do it. Just watch the guy, see what he does, yeah. and figure out if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, but, that's what they did with us. Yeah, yeah. it's like they when you before you crawl before you even go into Syria. They take you up to the mountains and you sit in this fucking camp for a couple of days and you're just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> it totally sucks. No it totally sucks, here. man. Them, the, the mountain camps just suck. Oh, it's awful. So I bad, mean, there's man. nothing. Oh, you didn't like the nan and the peanut butter? Oh, yeah, yeah really. really. I, didn't even, I didn't have peanut butter. You said peanut butter? Yeah, it was made out of. Um, no, no, fuckers. the sand. You mean, you, you mean the sugar sand? The no, sugar no, no, sand. No, no. I, didn't have sugar. Yeah. I didn't have a sugar sand even. And it's just a big mound of it yeah, on the plate and put the nan in there? I've had it, but we didn't have it in my camp. This is bullshit. I remember my first night in that first sort of PKK camp. I was like, I was like, listen, I didn't come here, man, to join the PKK. And I'm thinking, reference point, Antana, I remember that. If I get to there, I can see the hooks on the right. I'm going to just tab out of here. This is me, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. My mate James was like, look, just calm down, Jamie. I'm like, nah, I can't sleep. I'm out. <laughs> no, they, well, they definitely, I mean, they want you to be patient. That's like part of their in ah, process. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. Know, I, even, even as a, I went there purely as a writer, and I mean, it was just like driving from like, one YPJ tea house to the next, mm -hmm. and it was after a while, like, what, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. aren't we supposed to be like go and do things and like see things, you know? And it was just like cup of chai after cup of chai, yeah. and, oh, I, and it's man. part of their process of feeling I you I, out. I got like a, a chai dish in the rest of my life. It's kind of like you know, like heroin, where I gotta like shake it every day. Like, oh, you don't need that chai, Buck. Stop it, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it just feeds you so much of it nonstop all day every day, especially uh, in those camps. Like the only way I could pass the time is like I spent the time trying to learn the language. Like I try to use like. The, I didn't have an interpreter with me, so I just had like some younger kids who were like so hype about going to fight and whatever. But they were going to the meat grinder nonetheless. So I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, what's yeah. what's the word? I like point at something, you know, like try to learn the word. And that's like the only way I could pass the time. I'm like, what do you call this? This this here? What is the name of this? What, just like write it down. And what were what were the type of dudes the that you found in Ukraine, as opposed to the type of volunteers who showed up over there? 
honestly, it's, it's mostly volunteers, which is a strange thing. It's like you're going to end up with the bulk of people from former Soviet satellites. And there's a lot of ideology of, you know, fuck Russia. They're coming in here. They're yeah. trying to reassert themselves as the USSR. And, you know, and bottom line, that's what they're trying to do. The Cold War's on. If, if you don't know it yet, the Cold War's back on. It's, it's <laughs> been going on for a little bit now, even though everybody's looking at Arabia like that's something to worry about. Russia's a problem, son. Nonetheless, these people in Eastern Europe here realize that. They're feeling the pressure at their border. They realize Russia is instigating aggression against them. It's been going on since the late 90s. So what they're doing is they're funneling down to Ukraine so they have a chance to face off against Russia as they're being oppressed within their own nations against their economies, against their trade imports, against you know, things as simple as oil and gas to heat their country in the winter, which is the things that Russia manipulates every year, which for some reason we just like brush over like it's not fucking happening because we keep looking at these idiots in the desert. I mean, the guys, for me, the guys that were in... These, uh, the, the guys that were in Ukraine were definitely, you know, 100 times better than the guys who were in Syria. 100 times, well, well, well. They were 100 times better individuals, man. They were 100 times better individuals, you know. Well, it depends. I mean, because like I said, there's also, of course, many various ideological factions within. Yeah, they emptied the prisons yeah. when the war started. They emptied the prisons. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, man. That's a big problem. So, you know, you end up with like the bar soap story, which I don't think is software appropriate. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you end up with, like, yeah, there, you end up with like a lot of crazy <laughs> fucking people. And you end up with, what would you expect if you emptied out the American prisons? You, Nothing good. Up, yeah, you're going to end up with essentially several race-dependent gangs that are going to have their own goals of domination. And guess what? You emptied a bunch of prisons in another country and you get the same damn result. And, and it's ugly and it's disgusting and all of them know everything and they're basically running their life with prison rules or for life. And Jamie, you were telling me about some of the incidents with uh, right sector and how your unit got shot up a few times. Oh, Jamie yeah. loves this. Listen, I have got that, this, 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 just this one mic, man. This totally does my head in, you know? Because... Like books, says, book book can laugh at it, man, because he was he was sit, he was sitting back in he was he was sitting back in the in the in our little fob in, in Shirokna there and he was sitting back having himself a cup of coffee or something while I'm getting blown up, man. I was putting out moms. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were putting out the moms, weren't you? Um, so one night, uh, this was it was a horrible day altogether. To start with the day, we'll, we'll start with the day. Um, it started with wanting to go and get better eyes on within the village, and. I was sick of going out in the nighttime. I was like sick of going out in this nighttime. I was like, let's just go out in the morning. Drones start coming over us as we're trying to cut through this rebar fence. And then the 82 start coming down, you know, a few little mortars and that, and now we're all in a rush. Remember how, like, uh, remember how hard it was to cut through? We were on such a bad diet, even though we were there, like maybe 500 calories a day, that when we started cutting this five mil rebar fence, it was like, bah, bah, bah. We're probably going to like shit ah. better. Yeah. <laughs> One place change. And we yeah. just sort of like lie down on the floor and he's like, bah. Ah, he was like, come on, man, what are you up, what are you up? And then, you know, and it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a bad day to start with. And then we go out on the night to creep back into this other side of the village and get some better eyes on. And, you know, and as we're on our way back, we come back to first position and they're like, yeah, see us, have a good night. And we're like, yeah, thank you, yeah, good night. Come to this second position as we come out of the school and it's like, ah, I was like, oh, no. Started crawling through all this glass. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. It's like, da, 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 da. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> And we're here shouting like, uh, as off, as off, you know, people are shouting, man, people are communicating. And then uh, one of the guys is like, I'm going to step outside. 
I'm, I'm going to handle this. And as he steps outside, he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we, was, we, were st we were stuck here for like 20 minutes. We tried to get used on the radar. No, 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 I was out there for that. That's when they, they shut the underbarrel grenade launchers at us. Yeah, that, no, that yeah. Was, the, was the other night, was it? No, no, no that was that night they shut the underbarrels at us. Yeah, all right, yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. man. And it just it went on, didn't it, for like 20, 20 yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, like, we're like trying to get a hold of them. And they're like, you know, honestly, it was really messed up too, because this, this has happened before. But then this time we're like, okay, cool, here's a radio. Let's not let this happen again. We understand, we're gonna be really cool about this. Please don't shoot us anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay? I mean, it got And then like, we're coming back and then like, like no fucking way. <laughs> like, fucking, so like, right after that, they start Right after, you like, here's some underbarrel grenade launchers. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? But it, but it no. was all